Oh, well, hi there, everybody. What do we got right here, Rob? We got the the intermission episode of Hattrick Hockey. Surprise, everybody. Rob, say what's up to our friends. What's up? <laughs> so we decided uh, we had a nice little interview on tap. So we decided to just drop a little bit of a bonus epi for you guys. So Rob and I are just hanging out, shooting the breeze here. We're having a couple beers. So we figured, hey, why not? Right, Rob? I'll give back to the fans, right? Mm-hmm. So that being said, let's kind of get right into it right here. So since we have a like UFC guy on with us today, did you see the Conor McGregor fight? Like uh, you, bits and pieces of it. Did you catch the like the end of it? <laughs> oh, the nap. Oh yeah, he like yeah. Wow, fucking ironing board. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't think uh, I did not see that coming. No, no. I, I I didn't expect it too. Just because he's such a he's such a well rounded fighter, right? But mm. he sells them tickets. Man, yeah, he does he sell them tickets? He he's changed a lot too, right? Like 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 his attitude. Like he's not that cocky throwing water bottles at you. Like now he's like shaking your hand and stuff. Like it's kind of weird, eh? Well, now, now has he lost his last two fights, like from uh, Khabib there, right? I believe, yeah. And now, now to um, he, got, he got choked out and knocked out in his past two fights. I believe yeah. that's how it goes. But he's still an entertainer, and he still sells tickets, and oh, that's he, why he's such a big draw. Oh my god! And he, yeah, because he's a he's a showman, right? He gets that little that little walk going that he does there, the swagger, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But sure. yeah, even, that guy's rich as hell too. He rolls up to the fights that night. I believe it was in a it was in a Rolls. I think he was in a Rolls Royce. I think he was in a he, he was in a Phantom. I want to say. Okay. Like that's like cars are worth more than like three of our houses. <laughs> like it's crazy, man. Insane. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I was just did not expect that result. Um, real quick, my Red Wings. So Jimmy Howard retired. <laughs> Jimmy Howard, after 11 seasons, called a quits. Uh, apparently, he was offered to go to Edmonton, I want to say. He was. He was uh, he, he was offered to go there and just chose not to. What's his Didn't, name? Uh, offered him a contract. Kenny Holland, right? Kenny Holland, yeah. And he turned it down and said, I'm, I'm enjoying my family life. I'm good. Well, too, let's face it. He's made bank. Right. So oh, he's sure. made lots of money. And I think he's just one of those guys that he didn't want to play for anybody else but the Red Wings. So if it wasn't going to be them and it wasn't going to be anybody, I think I want to say he had, he was saying something about coaching his kids or something like he was doing that too. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's got shit going on. Yeah. He's probably having fun away from the rink. And he was, you know, he kept getting hurt when he was in the lineup. Like he was good. He was very effective. He was a good goalie. He always had a, but I think it was his, I want to say it was his groin or his hips or something that always got to him, that always kept him out of the lineup. But, Usually uh, with a goalie, I think it was his knees, right? Yeah, but he was like, oh. I don't know, he was good, man. But I, it's kind of a shame that he's not, I don't think he's ever won the cup. I heard a lot of Red Wing fans shit on him too. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of the Red Wings fans lived in the past too. You know, they, they wanted true. that winning fucking team back, but... You know, what I mean, they 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 really weren't doing 
you know, they they were, they were finishing too high to get those good draft picks. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. You got to go through a rebuilding stage and now with Stevie there, you know, that, that, that's great. Good for them. Good for you guys. Yeah. He's going to, it's going to come back because he's, he's just a winner and he just, that's all he knows. He knows how to win. They got just the shit kicked out of them <laughs> last night in Dallas. They got pumped. It was like well, seven, three. I want to say. Isn't Dallas undefeated? They're a fucking yeah. wagon. How sick are their jerseys? They're those black and lime green. Yeah. Those are sick. Like I really like the Edmonton ones too. Which ones? The the dark, the they're almost like a they're they're so dark blue, they're almost purple, and then they got the orange on top of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've seen those ones. They when they played the Leafs. Oh yeah, and the Leafs won both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they did that's funny though um also before we flop over to our interview here real quick did you see who scored his first nhl goal last night last night yeah it was an o- it was it was an overtime winner that lafreniere got an overtime winner last night for his first nhl goal ah fuck good for him so they are coming down. He was just the guy threw him a beautiful pass, and he made no mistake, perfect shot. The I always love when the guys score their first goals. What they do after it, yeah. Like he did though. He was like holding almost the freaking end of the stick, and he was like, "Wow!" Like just yelling. <laughs> but buddy, well, for freaking him too, right? It took him like seven games in, I want to say. So oh, yeah. Like, so that was probably like weighing on him a little bit, you know, he's young. He got picked first overall. You're in, you're in like New York city. <laughs> like Talk you're in New York. That's the, that's the bright lights there, man. Everybody loves playing in New York. Mm-hmm. They say it's the best city to play hockey in. Mm-hmm. And you're because you gotta, you gotta figure you're, you're playing, you're playing for one of the biggest franchise yeah. going, let alone, you got all that basketball there. You have all the baseball there. You have all the football there. Yeah. And hockey's kind of like, you know, yeah. it's not it's not as big as you if you were in Montreal or Toronto. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you 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 get to live in the limelight, but still under the radar. Yeah. But what about the building itself? Oh yeah. Madison Square Gardens. <laughs> right. Oh. Like Imagine playing your home games, practicing every day at like Madison Square Garden, like you're walking into it, like it's the local rink. <laughs> like you how know, much like, history is there? You know, if, like if those walls could fighting talk. there. Yeah, if those walls could talk, man. So, if you guys haven't figured it out now, we have Windsor boy, UFC stud, Mister TJ Laramie on with us. He was at the the uh, little event that we did over here at the gym. What was it called? The stash for cash. Yep. So he was at that. That was over. Uh, yeah, man. So it was crazy. He was kind of intimidating, like just sitting across from him. I was like thinking, man, if this guy wanted to, he could just break us all in half. <laughs> like, But he was a super nice guy. So I'm going to try to get him on at some point for a longer like interview with us because i want to know his journey i want to know his path i want to know what he had to do to get there i want to know all that stuff seeing as he's from windsor too right so that'd be pretty cool so rob what do you say do we flip it over to him absolutely 
All right. And this kid, this kid was awesome. He was leaving, yes. you know, and we flagged him down. Dave Cassidy got a hold of him, yeah, and you know, he come just, back. Just to said, him. "Hey, would you mind doing one little quick interview?" And he turned off his car, fucking yeah, jumped right out. out. He was hopped in the tent with us, and uh, and and here it is. Yeah, he was awesome. So everybody, enjoy, Mister TJ Laramie. Roll it. And this next man on with us recently got to live out his dream and sign his UFC contract. He holds a mixed martial artist record of 12 wins, four losses. We want to give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. TJ Laramie. How are you doing, man? How's everything? Uh, good, man. You know, uh, just finished an awesome uh, fundraiser event uh, here in Essex. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. So how did it, uh, Dave, like, whoop your ass in there? Because I heard him yelling at you when you came in. Uh, not, not, I had to do 50 burpee, like, penalty. <laughs> I, I, I was here a little late. I got caught up in some stuff. So, uh, but, yeah, you know, it was a, an amazing event. And uh, there's a lot of people that showed out. And, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be part of it. First, so, uh, go ahead, Walt. I was just going to ask you, like, so where did you get your start in MMA? Like, what made you get into that? Uh, so... Basically, uh, I always played sports growing up, but my dad kind of got me into watching MMA at first. Not really, uh, like I didn't really uh, fight or train or anything at first. And then uh, once uh, uh, I tried a kickboxing class just one time, and then I was just hooked after that. And I played team sports my whole life, so um, as soon as I I got a taste of like one individual sport, it was pretty much just a game over from then because I felt like it was more like. I could kind of rely on just myself, you know what I mean? My hard work, like, showed no matter who I was. Like, it didn't matter who my teammates were, you know? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, when did you realize you like getting punched in the face? <laughs> uh, well, luckily, I don't uh, take too much damage. <laughs> I've, I've never been fond of getting punched in the face. But uh, definitely have to be comfortable with it a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. It's expected in that yeah, uh, environment, I guess. Yeah. I also watched a few things. So Dana White, what did he what did he say about you? He was like, this guy is a complete savage, I believe, is, is, is what he said about you. So how did that feel hearing him say that? And then right after he says, welcome to the UFC, kid. Yeah. So how did all that go down? Yeah, having like Dana White is honestly like a larger, like one of the only people I've met as of recent uh, where he's kind of like a larger than life character, you know, like you see him walk by and you're like, holy shit, like that's the guy I've watched uh, do all the UFC pressers like my whole life, you know, for the last 10, 12 years I've been watching this sport. Um, that's the guy, you know what I mean? Like he's the, he's the boss, he's the leader of the UFC and he's like talking that highly about me. And then there was like multiple interviews afterwards where it was like even on Sportsnet, uh, he had an interview there and he, he brought me up out of his own will. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't even like the interviewers brought me up and said, uh, they asked a question about GSP or something like that, and he, he brought me up. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. uh, it was, it's just awesome to get that kind of recognition from somebody like that. Yeah, of course. Can you have your name mentioned in the same sentence as GSP? Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. So you had to, like, I know in the contender, so you were at the UFC Apex in uh, Las Vegas, and, uh, you ended up uh, getting the first Canadian to earn a contract yeah. on that show. Still the first and only. Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. Yeah, yeah congratulations. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a it's a piece of history in Canadian MMA and just MMA in general. And uh, yeah, I'm also one of the youngest people to get a contract on the show too at 22. So uh, yeah, you know it's a it's been amazing so far and uh, super surreal experience. You know, I always I always knew I was going to get here. It's just uh, when you actually get there, it's a different feeling. 
Yeah, but I just wanted to ask you one more thing. Like, um, so for the like, I mean, you were you had no fans at the Apex. Yes. Uh, how did that work for you? Is that did you find that better, like pressure wise? Or? Uh, it's honestly, I don't like it at all. Like, it's pretty anticlimactic as far as uh, even on the regional shows here that I fought in Windsor, London, uh, Montreal, everything. There's uh, thousands of people there, even at the small shows. So um, it's easier to have television when you got a crowd. It's easier to kind of just focus on what's going on in front of you. Uh, in the arena, when you can kind of hear a pin drop, which is exactly how it was. You can hear the other coach, you can hear the other corner, uh, you can hear breathing. It's like the weirdest thing. Uh, I, I'm honestly not a fan of it. Uh, and I really hope by the time I fight again, that we'll have some sort of crowd there. I think we all hope that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you do me a favor and put Ant in the guillotine? Yeah. yeah. See, no, see, see, this I is, know you had that question. So I did. So this is why, because we actually had a guy on a long time ago, and he was a WCW wrestler, yep. and I asked him to put Rob through a fucking table. So that's why. So that's why Rob's doing this with me. Bill's mafia move. So one thing, man, was if you were to say to anybody who wanted to like grow up and be in in like and mix like martial arts and fight. What would you say for them? Like, what would you do? Like, is there anything that you could what say? What advice them? would you give them? Yeah, exactly. I'm lost for words yeah. right now. I don't know why. Uh, honestly, the biggest thing uh, for me, and I've always been a big advocate of it, is just you got to work hard. You can't. Um, it's just got to be day in, day out. Like, you got to, like, build your life around your dreams and you'll watch them come true. That's what I always say. And, uh you, it, it can't be, oh, like, you can't be a part-time, you can't be training part-time, you can't be competing part-time, and you got to be all in or all out. Like, everything you do, if you really want to make it in this sport, is revolved around the sport, you know? every When it comes down to what you eat, you know what I mean? Whether you're going to go on Saturday or Friday or whatever it's going to be, you know? you got to always have that in mind, and then it takes a different level of discipline than any other sport, in my opinion, because... For one, you gotta watch your weight. You gotta like there. There's so, and you're only training for yourself. You you can't have a bad fight. Mm-hmm. Having a bad fight isn't the same as having a bad game where you have oh 80 more to make up for that season. You know you have what, one one bad one loss in an MMA could put you back two three years sometimes. So uh, you gotta be like on your p's and q's, uh, mind your p's and q's, and uh, you gotta be just. A hundred percent. You can't be ready to go. Yeah, you you yeah. got to be ready to go at all times. You can't be. It's not part time. This isn't a part time sport. Uh, it's it's fine and it's fine if you want to do it casually. I don't knock anybody who wants to do that. But it's just uh, if you really want to make something of yourself, you have to dedicate everything to it. Mm-hmm. No days off. No, it, like even on a rest day, you you're dedicate. You have to dedicate that to somehow. How am I going to get better today? How am I going to better myself you know what i mean am i paying my dues towards my goal or not you know and 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 a sport like this especially where you can get hurt the way you can uh it's really not worth it to do it any other way Mm -hmm. now did did you ever see yourself as like being the number one contender in the mma and what 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 does that feel like like everybody's gunning for you right now yeah i feel like uh, especially uh because the hype i have and the name that i got off the contender series and stuff that a lot of people will want to fight me uh, but I've always, from the time I first started this sport, I've always been a competitive uh, kid. I've always had uh, that edge to me. So as soon as I started, that was my goal right away. It was like, like I was all or nothing right away. As soon as I joined this sport, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be the best. And there's nothing. If I don't want to be the best, there's no point in doing it. You know, that's how, that's I've, always, awesome. that's yeah. how I've always looked at this sport since day one. How did you get your nickname? Uh, the truth, yeah. honestly, uh, uh, my coach Reno Belcastro, 
my first debut fight was in Japan. So it's kind of like over there, they kind of eat stuff like that up, you know, like yeah. uh, the truth or just like nicknames like that. And uh, yeah, that's basically how it just happened. We just kind of threw it on there and it was like, because they like the whole like show aspect of everything. Over mm-hmm. there. Of course, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you got some monstrous uh, ground and pound, man. And uh, I know you're on like just basically rejuvenating right now after a long set of going. But uh, what's next? Who are you going for? Um, I there's only there's one fight in particular I would like, uh, like late February, early March. Uh, he just got signed to the UFC. His name's Jamie Simmons. Uh, that would be a matchup I'd uh, I'd kill to have. So any uh, specific reason for that? Uh, I just feel like it's a good matchup for me. Uh, I feel like it's a fight that I could just uh, easily win, honestly, and I feel like it's a good start for my UFC career in the right direction. That's awesome. Do you have anything else for him, or nope. should, we, should we let him go? Yeah, change? Him go All right, man. We just want to say thank you so much for taking some time here with us. Best Don't of kick luck. The shit out of us. Yeah, <laughs> we're fucking watching, buddy. So best of luck, man. He thank you so much. Big yeah. 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 He- and there he was, folks, Mr. TJ Laramie. Got a quick little interview with him at the Stash for Cash. Rob, you son of a bitch, trying to get him to put me in a chokehold. Like, what the hell, man? Well, bro, you 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 tried getting fucking Keller to put me through a table. I know. We got to stop. Man, we interviewed. Turnabout's fair play, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that guy is fucking, I'm telling you, man, sitting across from him, like, just just knowing what he could do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like his ground and pound is insane. He, he could kill. He could kill. Yeah. Like his ground pound is insane. But yeah. yeah. So huge shout out to him. Honestly, man. Coolest guy. Best of luck to him. We're all fans of him now. So Kid, most kids definitely. a stud looking too, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Handsome devil. Yeah, he is. Um, I like I liked when I asked him when, when did you when did you like uh, when did you feel that you you learned like you like getting punched in the face? Yeah. Well, I don't like getting punched in the face. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you always try not to do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you had something on on who from the Leafs, Jason Spezza, right? Spezza, yeah. Remember, we were, a couple episodes we were talking about uh, him getting put on waivers, and we were saying all oh, the Leafs are fucking assholes for doing that, and you know, yeah. like. We're talking about him going ten and zero in the faceoff circle or whatever. Well, it yeah. turns out that that uh, when they put him on waivers, it was to free up another spot to bring in another player, but oh. not to lose Spezza because his agent went out and told basically uh, like on Twitter or whatever it was that he he put the news out on that if you pick him, if you pick him up, he's not coming. Mm-hmm. He'll retire or just say no, I'm not going. And he's coming back to the Leafs. They already had that planned. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't leaving. So, okay. but they did end up losing that goalie in the meantime. But and which really sucked because now, um, the other one's hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I always wondered how all that like waiver stuff worked. Like I was never too sure on it. Oh, you really got to look at the the books and how they work around it. And there, there's so many, you like, you got to be a, basically a lawyer to fucking know all that stuff. It seems like there's a lot of like loopholes. Or Joe Garon. Joe Garon would know what, how that works. Well, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's always fucking right down for that, eh? Bro, he's like the rain man when it comes to hockey. <laughs> yeah, that is true, eh? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I, I got to tell you a story. Proline. Oh, Proline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So me and my, 
me and my fucking boy from work fish huge shout out to fish so he fucking uh this sick bastard i was calling him sends me a screenshot five college basketball picks okay sends me a screenshot all he says is book it so like i'm sitting there and i'm looking and i don't know anything about fucking college hoops okay so now i'm thinking like i i have to play these now like if somebody sends you picks right <laughs> so i'm like if i don't play these and they win i'm gonna be pissed so that being said so i'm like okay i so i play them well so the ticket hits okay so yep. i'm laughing my ass off the one game i'm like oh it's over tickets done i'm telling you they were down by like 16 points they had to they they had to win by five and i'm like oh they're done or whatever so i stopped like looking at scores i stopped score watching so then like 10 minutes later 15 minutes later he sends me a text he's like they're down by three i'm like fuck off okay i I go on my phone i look they're down by three turns out they come back they win and cover the spread so i'm like oh so i'm like oh my god what is going on well so anyways like i said so it hits i say to him i'm like well how much did you play (laughs) <laughs> this is where it gets funny. He only paid $10 when he played. So it's not bad. He won 200. Okay. But he's like, it was, it was my Apple pay. Like it maxes out at a hundred bucks. He got like gas and like a couple other things. He's like 10 bucks was all. He's like, I didn't have my wallet. All I had was my Apple pay. And he right. says to me, he goes, well, how much did, did you play? I was like, I played 25 bucks. So I won 500 on his picks, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so then next night, so last night we turn her. So, and then me and him, I tell him, so, so fucking him and I agree. I'm like, Hey, let's, we'll throw 50 bucks each or whatever in a pot. So we're not spending ass load of money on pro line and we'll just play and whatever we win, we'll split. So he's like, all right. So, we do more sheets again last night. What do we do? We hit again. We went another 300 last night. Nice. So the boys are fucking rolling. So shout out to fish for lining my pockets this week. But, uh, well, maybe we'll have to get them on here and do a fish line. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fish line and sinker. We'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's a fucking beaut. So shout out to fish for, uh, hooking his boy up with the picks. Yeah. He's awesome, man. So now we got ourselves a little pool. So now me and him, play and then whatever we win we just split but i just thought it was pretty funny that i played his picks and because he could only bet 10 bucks because he didn't have his wallet and i fucking hammered him (laughs) and then why didn't you send me the pick i would have fucking played it dude he sent it to me it was like maybe 15 minutes prior to the first game starting so it was like go do this now or don't and i'm like holy shit i'm glad i did well share the wealth boys I like winning money. So we're at work the next day and Pip, you know, Pip, right? So Pip yep. sends him, Pip sends him a text. So what's the play today? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. When somebody gets on a roll, like everybody wants, everybody right. wants to look at our brain. Right? Our fucking boy, Nate Grant hits all the time, bro. Yeah. All the time. That guy sends me photos all the time. When a, when a chicken dinner. All, I know. All I the know. time. All the time that guy's, but, uh, all right, bro. I'll let you uh, go back. You're all good to go. Yep. Thanks for coming out and recording with your boy for the bonus happy. 
Rob, just so you guys know, Rob had plans and I pulled him away from his plans for like half an hour to come and drop this fucking bonus epi with me. So that's dedication on Rob's part. So hey, I, I, I'll do anything and everything for you guys. So thank you, Rob. There. We'll talk to you guys Wednesday. Got a great interview on tap for you guys. I won't say now because then it will just spoil the party. So we're not going to do that. So until Wednesday, Aunt Rob signing off. We're out. See ya. Peace.